0: everyone welcome to the unalike podcast i am your host Chriselle fulmer so excited that you are here if you've been following us we're so glad that you're here for another episode and if this is your first time to the show i just want to take a moment to say welcome very excited and pleased to introduce today's guests we have carrie bunker and kelly wall they are twin sisters who are identical and have spent the last 41 years of their life together carrie and kelly welcome to the show good morning thanks for having us on the show today (laughs) yeah i'm so excited to catch up with you so for those who are uh watching you can see that carrie and kelly look very much alike for our listeners i'm looking at two beautiful ladies with long dark hair both parted on the side their banks in the same spot in fact um a little bit of a spoiler alert just in talking with carrie and kelly earlier this week they told me that for the very first time in their lives kelly cheated on carrie by going and getting her hair done and putting some color into it that isn't consistent with carrie's color <laughs> that is true kelly wouldn't highlighted her hair without me we've never done that before that's amazing <laughs> So you guys are both school teachers and in fact, teach at the same school. How fun has that been to see some of the same kids come through? So I, um, we teach at the same school and we have for the past 19 years. And I currently teach third grade and Kelly teaches fifth grade. Um, And so it's very, very, very likely that she'll have the same students I had two years later. I, I feel like we at least get half of my class that has been in her class prior and it's always fun because they can they will compare us constantly we have a little joke that one of us is the evil twin and so our class competes (laughs) with each other about who's the evil twin in the in the school of course it's her Uh, or (laughs) according to me it's her so (laughs) what are some of those differences the kids are picking up on you know we've been told different things like um she wears more makeup or um what, what, what else have they to list? Uh, face shape, which I think is really weird. The kids always say that I have more of a round face shape and Kelly's is longer. And so a lot of people identify us that way and students will use that as an identifier as well. Yeah, so they can pick up on that. Do you have students mm-hmm. who, and, until last week when Kelly cheated, do you have <laughs> students who are get through the whole school year and are never able to tell you apart? I think there are some. Um, For the most part, though, um, they get to know us pretty well uh, and so they can identify the personalities. When I taught first grade, I would think that was um, a much more likely situation where the students couldn't tell us apart. I think parents have a harder time than students, let's be honest. And if, if we're not with each other or it's an unfamiliar setting, so maybe it's drop off and they're walking by, they'll oftentimes, hi, Mrs. Bunker. And I always just say hi. I never correct them. It's just more challenging sure. to say no. I'm not Mrs. Bunker. I'm Mrs. Wall. So I think that is more common when we're not in our familiar setting. Yeah, exactly. So let's uh, let's rewind. Let's go back, clear back forty years when your mom was pregnant and found out that she was going to have another baby. I know she'd already had a couple of um, older children and and all singles. And also, I've learned a new word. Everybody listening in the twin world. So as those of us who are not twins, we all have a word, right? We, we call two people born at the same time, a twin, but something I've learned this week is that twins have a word for the rest of us. And that word is singleton. (laughs) Singleton. (laughs) Yes. That is the word for the kids who don't have a, a, another person just like them. So so your mom had had some singletons already and then found out she was pregnant. And uh, so take us back there and, and walk us through a little bit of first how your mom found out she was pregnant and what transpired from there. Um, my mom found out she was um, having twins. I don't know what what the scenario was when she found out she was pregnant. I think she probably just assumed that it was, that it was like all of her other pregnancies and that there was just one baby. But when she found out she was having twins, um, it was in July, and she found out on a um, like a Friday, and we were headed on vacation shortly thereafter. And the doctor called and said, tried to tell her all evening that she was to go immediately to bed rest because of the situation, and the doctor um, was unable to get a hold of her. So she ended up going on a 12-day vacation, boating, camping, without any kind of repercussions, which is lucky. But she was in a state of shock. They had done an ultrasound and discovered that there was twins. She called my dad, who I think was even in more of a shock than she was. In fact, somewhat speechless, didn't know what to say because they had not expected it at all. And it was quite late in the pregnancy and we were only born a few months later. And twins are not a natural occurrence in our family or haven't been um, in the past. So yeah, so it was the first time there were any twins, and uh, I don't think she expected to to finish off the family. So so this was completely out of the blue, and so, yeah, we can, everyone, all of us listening can just imagine the shock of going in, hearing two heartbeats, and finding out there is, in fact, two of you inside, Um Talk to us a little bit then about a complication your mom later learned about. Actually, the complication didn't come about until after we were born, but my mom um, went into labor early at about 33 weeks and they tried to stop the labor and were unable to do so. And so they um, transferred her to a hospital that could hopefully accommodate um, the uh, the, the complications of an early delivery. And after they delivered um us my mom and dad didn't know if we were identical but they sent the placenta at that time to be tested and to see if we were identical and in in testing that and technology has obviously changed so they don't have to wait to find out these things um nowadays but they found out that we shared everything in the womb we shared the same placenta we shared um everything and so that's called um and i don't know the full scientific name or i won't be able to pronounce it Um, but we were considered mono mono twins which if you find out early early on in the pregnancy it is extremely high risk and oftentimes in that type of situation twins um one twin won't make it or will be um severely compromised compared to another twin because the um, one twin takes all the nutrients and so she didn't find that out until after we were born if she had she would have been put on bed rest a lot earlier and they would have been able to, they would have monitored her much more closely than she received during the pregnancy. Um, And oftentimes people with, um, who are mono, mono twins, they end up having surgery. The mom, while they're, she's pregnant, has surgery for this thing called twin to twin transfusion to try to prevent once one, I'm just going to say student because I'm a teacher, one (laughs) child from taking one child or one baby from taking all the nutrients from the other baby. So. Sure. And I have heard of that. I sometimes run into people who say, oh yeah, I, when I was uh, conceived, I had a twin, but you know, only one of us survived. So I, I, I think that is maybe a little bit more common than some of us may realize. So mono, mono Mm -hmm. twins and you guys completely made your way through that. Your mom had no idea what that was going on. And you guys have been completely healthy, have never had any health complications or, which is just amazing given every, you know, all things considered of what your mom went through to get you here. Exactly. And I still remember she was, we've, she's told us often that they didn't know what they were going to see when we were delivered because we were early. And again, this is 41 years ago and, um, they didn't have the, the, things that they have now to take care of babies and she said they were ready they were ready and prepared to do life support or life saving measures when we were born and we came out i mean relatively speaking fairly healthy we spent some time in the hospital as does any premature baby but we were very healthy for 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 the circumstances. circumstances yeah that's amazing so who's who's the oldest twin so i'm the oldest twin uh twin oldest by one minute which i always uh hold against her as being the older sister. Uh, The much older sister. (laughs) And I, it always, yeah, she'll introduce herself as I, yeah, I'm the big sister. And I'm like, yeah, you are the big sister. You're just a mean old big sister. (laughs) (laughs) But, but then Carrie, the youngest is always the most spoiled, right? absolutely she is way more spoiled than the rest of us that's what she would like to think you guys grew up similar surroundings always went to the same school had the same teachers uh it probably did a lot of the common trick the teachers trick the classmates but let's fast forward got into high school and started college you did both end up going to the same university and at that time found out that you even had the same passion for a career and that's what led you to school teaching, right? Absolutely. We, um, we had an older sister who went into education and, uh, I think she was kind of our driving force to continue that route. Um, but we, we have led such parallel lives our whole life. We've, I mean, we've worked together in almost every job setting that we've had. We've, uh, when we were roommates together, we took, once we were able to choose, um, starting in high school we never took or very rarely took a class not together. We tried our first year of college to take, go our own way, take our own classes, be our own person, and it didn't work out so well. So even after our first year or first semester of college we started taking all of our classes together. Uh, we worked at different places on campus and so I recall working at uh, the bookstore at Utah State and she um oftentimes started work later than I did and she would kind of come up to the bookstore and meet me for us to you know go to lunch or whatever and she would be dressed exactly the same and I I hated it (laughs) and I loved it because everyone's like oh so cute there's twins and you know it's cute when you're 10 but not when you're 20 and so (laughs) that was probably one of my biggest biggest like oh my gosh we've got to quit buying the same clothes Uh, we still do it today we still show up at work all the time in similar outfits or the same outfit, and we just laugh about it. Current coworker has called you the twinniest twins of all twins. What does that mean? So it's my, my teaching partner and she doesn't recognize, or she recognizes that we're so much alike. We go to lunch and we have to check to see what each other's ordering. So we don't have order envy. Uh, we call each other. We talk to each other all the time at school and at home. And she thinks that we are the twininess twins of all, which means we are so much alike that we share everything. Well, and we always do nighttime bedtime calls to say good night and, we live next door and I mean we just do so many things together or we always check in on each other or ask each other's opinion about everything. And I think that's where the twinniness twin comment comes from. And then when we show up dressed in the same outfit, she just kind of shakes her head and says, see, told so you exactly what I'm talking about. For those of us listening, this is the point where we get a little bit jealous that you guys truly have had a best friend in your life for 40 years you guys know each other inside and out and and from what i can tell it doesn't sound like you've really ever bickered or had you know gone through you i'm sure you've had a couple little things where you get on each other's nerves for a minute but it doesn't sound like you've really ever fought with each other we've had our moments where we don't get along and as as children um we have scars to prove our fights but um we For the most part, if we do fight, and it does happen on occasion, um, it's usually quickly resolved within an hour or two. Um, It's not something that we hold a grudge for or drag on for days or months on end. I want to move into (laughs) what happened after college. You both began to work, you found your jobs, you're working in the same school and still continuing to date. And so Kelly, pick it up from there. Tell us what happened when you met a certain man named Dustin. So, Carrie and I had um, been teaching for quite a few years and we'd build a house together. And Carrie was, let's just say, she enjoyed dating way more than I did. Um, Hardly ever dated because I did not love the, I don't know, I didn't love the spontaneity of it. I didn't love the unknown. So, um, lo and behold, somebody took pity on me and set me up on a blind date with this boy named Dustin. I went out with him and it was a, a fairly slow progressing relationship but, um, consistent. And so I would say after about seven or eight months, we became fairly serious. And it wasn't long after that, that we were engaged to get married. Well, um, his best friend happened to be on a mission at the time. And we had to wait for his best friend to come home from this mission so we could get married. So we waited another six months to get married so that his best friend could come home. And he kept telling Um, Carrie, he kept saying, well, when my best friend gets home from his mission, I'm going to set you up on a blind date. And so through the anticipation of that, we didn't think it would work. Um, My husband's younger than me and um, kind of an unlikely match if you look at the scenario. And so we didn't really put a lot of stock into the fact that his friend was going to come home and, you know, immediately decide that Carrie was the one. But that's kind of in, what happened. In, in fact, he, Dustin happened to talk to his friend while he was serving the mission. He says, okay, I'm dating this girl. We're engaged to be married. I would really love to set you up with her twin sister. And his friend basically said, I'll do it as long as you're there. Um, because they, he also knew the age difference were, um, and was a little apprehensive of going out with this older, older woman. And yeah. so he said, I'll go for your sake. And he basically told him to do it just to be nice. And that we're, we're six years apart. So it's, it's because I know everyone's thinking, okay, so how old are they <laughs> if in comparison to their husbands? So we have a six year age difference. And when you're 27 being set up on a blind date with a 21 year old, it seems very uh, drastic, very drastic. Yeah, and, and 21, let's just be honest, 21-year-old men are very different from 27-year-old women. There's a lot of growth and maturity that happens, I think, in, for all of us in our 20s, and especially the early 20s, where we've only been out on our own for a couple of years. We're kind of finding ourselves going through a self-identity purpose, and this mission that you guys are talking about is a church-based mission where young men of, of your church are um, voluntarily serving in their church for two years so they they're away from mom and dad living in another state perhaps another country and and that in and of itself is a huge learning and growing process but still you come home and you're now 21 22 years old you guys have both completed college you've been working on your own you've bought a house together built a house yeah, understandably, that could be a little bit intimidating. And it was. It was definitely um, intimidating, I think, for both sides. Yes, for sure, for sure. So Robert, we're talking about, is now Carrie's husband. But uh, what was that first date like, Carrie? So um, I had Dustin ask him if he'd go out with me. Out with us on like a barbecue. So, so um, they technically met the week before at our wedding. So the very first interaction I had with Robert was at Kelly and Dustin's wedding. And let's be honest, Kelly and Dustin were trying their darndest to match us all day long. They tried to find reasons to get us together. And the uh, bouquet tossing, you know, miraculously <laughs> handed, landed in Carrie's hand. The garter <laughs> miraculously handed, landed in Robert's hands. Robert's, um, um I call him Rob, uh, his corsage fell off. 1500 times that day and who who did he ask to put it on me <laughs> apparently i'm a terrible corsage pinner but <laughs> needless to say it was always me pinning that thing back on his um on his oh. suit anyway so that was our first interaction but the next week uh it was our birthday and um i asked kelly and dustin i said do you think rob would come and so dustin technically asked him out on our first date And that's the day we met and uh, we hung out all day that day and he's fresh off of a mission. He doesn't have a car. So here I am driving him home at night after our technical first date. And um, he asks me to get out of the car to meet his dog, Buckles. And I'm like, okay, well, that's strange. So I get out to meet the dog, Buckles, so he can give me a kiss. And from there is the rest is history. We were married nine months later. I got chills, you guys. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. My relationship progressed very slowly. Hers progressed very quickly. Very quickly. We were engaged within six weeks and married nine months after almost to the day after we met we still can't say happily ever after because now you want to introduce kids into the family and so this is a fun story and um it sounds like everything up to this point has just been wonderful but we have not even yet touched on the best part of all right so no not at all <laughs> as you decided that you wanted to both start a family uh what happened from there uh dust and i were the first ones ready to decide that um starting a family was important. It took us a while to get pregnant. In fact, it didn't happen easily. Uh, so we ended up spending some time with the fertility specialist and did our first round of in vitro um, just the prior, just I want to say it was two and a half years after we got married um, that we did in vitro and miraculously it worked. And we found that we were pregnant and we found out that we were pregnant with um, a set of twins. Wow. Okay. Let's pause. It was there a shock. That in. So you were doing infertility treatments, but still really did not have any clue that you would end up with twins. No, I think as a twin, I've always wished that I would have a set of twins. Um, probably because I've lived it and how wonderful it's been, but never in a million years did I think I would get lucky enough to have a set of twins. Sure. Um, it was a shock. I remember, um, the finding out the news and kind of being like, is this real is this um, happening to me and um it it was and it actually ended up being one of the easiest pregnancies um minus the fact that they were delivered prematurely i just everything was perfect and easy about it twin girls born and uh, are they identical or fraternal fraternal they they are fraternal in fact night and day difference they don't even look the same they don't act the same um uh, in fact sometimes i have a hard time telling that they're siblings Um, other than I know that they're mine. So (laughs) they're very different. Okay. So Kelly, you had twins, Carrie, what happened next? I was, my husband was going through school and we were really not in a financial position to um, have, you know, um, uh, or go through what she went through. But um, so I remember when Kelly delivered the twins, my mom made a comment. Oh, Carrie, I'm so glad this is not you. You couldn't afford them right now. And lo and behold, um, you know, I'm getting older, I'm approaching, well, I am 30 at this point or 31. And I knew that I wanted kids and I knew that she had trouble and I'm thinking, okay, we're identical. So if we're identical, what's the likelihood of having very similar problems to, um, what Kelly went through. And so I decided I, even though we weren't in a position to, um, spend a ton of money on this, I decided that I needed to go get checked at the fertility specialist as well, which I'm grateful I did. And three months after she delivered, I ended up doing a round of in vitro as well, after finding out some grim news about having children. And um, I ended up getting pregnant with twins as well on my first round of in vitro. And so we have um, our first set of twins is 11 months apart in age. That's outstanding Four kids in the first year. Yes. And I mean, it's just crazy. I still remember... Um, back at that time, and I was I I went up and saw um, Kelly often. We lived fairly close um, to get um, to one another, and so I would go after work every day and hold those little babies, and I just was so excited. And then holding those babies, knowing that I had my own set of babies growing in my belly, was just awesome. It was so awesome, and it was fun because she had just gone through it, so I had. I could bounce ideas off of her and we could compare pregnancies and all of that. And it was just so fun. And it was interesting. It was fun too, because when hers were born, they were born um, at the same hospital that I delivered at and they were in the same NICU that my girls had been in. And we, um, obviously a lot of the same nurses, the same doctors were still there. So I, in fact, I think when I walked in the first day, they're like, what? Aren't didn't you just have a set of twins? And we joked about, the fact that I had had a set of twins, but uh, that I, that she was the, that we were twins. And so (laughs) it was kind of fun to tease the doctors and nurses about that. But different thing, you know, on that pregnancy, my pregnancy came with lots of complications, whereas her pregnancy was pretty much of a a breeze. You know, you'd think, oh, hers was easy. Obviously mine's going to be, and that pregnancy was so hard on me. Um, We had lots of problems yeah and and you indicated you had a little bit of grim news and some of that being that you either wouldn't have any more children or that you would never be able to have children on your own so this next part of the story really is fascinating right this is so um i was told when i did in vitro the first round that if i ever wanted to have any more children that i would need to freeze embryos um right away actually in order to give me the best chance of having um children of my own without doing any type of donor egg or donor sperm. And so um, uh, when they, my babies were not even a year old yet, I headed back to the fertility specialist to start freezing embryos. Um, Basically you're going through an in vitro process without implantation. And so I was on lots of hormones, lots of shots. And um, I did two rounds of that and not, we didn't get a lot of embryos out of those um, rounds probably because of my situation. Anyway, Um, the doctor said, I need you to take a month break and we, then you, let's do a third round. Um, but I think your body needs a break because you've been on so, so many, um, hormones and things. So I took a month break and I was getting ready to start my third round. And, um, I decided that I needed to take a pregnancy test and I did. And lo and behold, it came back, um, positive. And I was shocked because I was told you'll never get pregnant on your own. There's just no possible way. And lo and behold, I was, I was pregnant and my babies were so little. I was in many ways, not prepared. I cried um, because I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to go from, I'm going to have three babies now, not, not two babies. I'm going to have three babies. And it seemed a bit overwhelming at the moment. Of two. Of two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Three and two years. So meanwhile, Kelly, so you did and carry you, um, healthy pregnancy you were able to deliver healthy baby girl oh yeah and that pregnancy actually was a breeze I it went smoothly no problems no complications and as much as I was sad to find out I was pregnant at the time because I wasn't quite ready she has been the best baby in our life or the best child she's just easygoing and almost just like a a gift from heaven so I would as much as I look was skeptical of the situation I'm so grateful she came into our family so at this that's point, where we really, be, really got to, um, used to the name Singleton because she's the Singleton <laughs> that's the Singleton that we had had between the two of us. So she's the Singleton. And yeah, so at this point, we're now three years into the baby story, but between the two of you, there's five babies in three years. And Kelly, you're starting to think that you might want to have another baby, right? Yeah, and I knew that my my path wasn't um, as promising either, but it wasn't as grim as, as Carrie's. So we figured we would just have to go through fertility treatments again. And we did. And we went to do another round of in vitro. And we tried and it did not work. Um, probably some of the most devastating news that I'd ever received. And luckily, we had made the decision prior to our, first, our attempt that, that time that we would give it three shots. And if it didn't work, then we would be done. Had I not made that decision prior to um, taking that step, I don't know if I would have tried again because it was such an emotional roller coaster The excitements, the highs, the lows, the devastation of finding out that it didn't work and you had just spent so much money and the emotional toll. So we um, had to take a few months off due to some medical complications, but about two to three months later, we were able to try again. And so we went ahead and did another round of in vitro. And miraculously, it worked. And the doctor's test levels. Um, and they, the doctor told me that my levels were, were good, but not high enough for to indicate that there would be twins. So he said, um, that you're very likely just having one baby. Um, but my husband kept having this like gut instinct that there were two. And I said, no, the doctor said there's just one. And so after we, we, you have to wait a few weeks. So we waited a few weeks to go in for an ultrasound and the doc that my husband, my the doctor made a comment about there being one or two, because he'd been the doctor for our previous set of twins. And my husband says, I think there's two. And he says, so do you think your intuition is better than my knowledge, <laughs> my medical knowledge? And my husband's like, well, like, you know, I guess not. He was a little bit unsure apprehensive. And so I said, I think there's just one because you said there was just one. And he's doing the ultrasound and he stops and he becomes silent. And he's like, well, uh, I'd like to say your intuition is correct. You are having twins again. Oh, my God. And oh, the shock again. I, I think I was more shocked the second time because I really worked up in my brain that there was just one baby. Two pregnancies so, and both are going to be twins. Yes. Um, and it ended up being, oh my goodness, it ended up being such such an amazing thrill um, and set of scared emotions all mixed in one. Well, because right as you're getting ready to announce to the family that you've, f- you've learned this news and and um, found out maybe what the sex of the baby is, Carrie, you were starting to have um, some things happening to you that made you begin to wonder if something might be happening. Tell us a little bit about what's going on at your house while Kelly's learning this exciting news. So, the, so it's kind of funny that, that when she found out she was pregnant and she had done in vitro and the, the previous round had not um, worked, we were like, okay, Kelly, you're not doing anything extra. And we were getting ready to go on a vacation. And so I was loading totes. I, we were going on a camping trip um, boating and camping. And so we came and basically packed Kelly for this trip. So she didn't have to do any extra work because we were so worried she'd lose these baby or this baby, I guess, because at the time we thought it was just one. Yeah. And so I worked my tail end off getting her ready for this trip. Um, and while we were there, I did all the heavy lifting and everything. Well, the day we came home from the trip, um, was the day she went in for her ultrasound and found out it was twins. So we were so grateful that she, i taken it easy because there were two babies and she called everybody after she'd had the ultrasound to let us know that it was twins. And I don't even know exactly what possessed me, but I thought, you know what, maybe I should take a pregnancy test. You've been told you won't have kids. You've already had a cute little singleton. And, uh, but now something in your mind, again, you know, you can't get pregnant, but something in your mind says, go take a test. So I did, I ran to the local, uh, uh walgreens i think and grabbed a home pregnancy test came home my husband was at work i took the test it was positive so um, i immediately call him and i say i say what should i do and i said do you think it's real and he said well do you think we could call the hospital and get in for blood work um within a few hours they were able to go in and get a blood test and they um called me not long after i even had the blood test to let me know it was positive and so she had just announced to the family she was having twins and she had announced to her little her twin girls by giving them twin dolls that she was having two babies. And in the midst of all that, here's my phone call comes in and I say, um, I've got some news you're not going to believe. And I, she says, what did you say? I, 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 you told me that you uh, were pregnant and I said, what? You are not. I thought she was trying to steal my, um, my thunder and ruin my yeah. story <laughs> of Absolutely. excitement. Absolutely, and my mom, my mom, on that moment said, "Well, we know for sure then that Carrie for sure won't be having twins because um, she got pregnant on her own and didn't do yeah. fertility." Yeah. And so, um, so we know that you're gonna you'll, you'll each have four kids. That was kind of the 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 end all in that conversation. Yeah. Was well, Kelly's gonna have four kids, and now you're gonna have a, a, a fourth. Mm-hmm. And because I had been told I really wouldn't ever be able to get pregnant on my own. And the only reason it had worked with Sadie, my singleton was because I had been um, going through hormone treatments at the time. Um, that's, that was the doctor's only explanation is obviously the only reason it worked is you had um, balanced hormones, um, because of the medications you were on. So I called my fertility specialist, which happens to be Kelly's fertility specialist. So he knows she's having twins. I call him and I say, is there any way you'd be willing to just check me, make sure everything's okay. Make sure I'm not high risk at losing this baby. Um, and he said, yeah, I'll, I'd be happy to do an ultrasound for you. Uh, so I went in at what I thought would be about six weeks and he did an ultrasound and he's checking everything out. And he says, oh, everything's looking good. And just like with Kelly, he just got silenced and my husband's there with me. And I'm like, and I could see something extra on the screen but it didn't even phase me as to what that was, uh, which you think it would have, because I've been through- um, many ultrasounds on my first twin pregnancy. And he says, you're not going to believe this, but there's two babies in there. Uh, but he said, I don't think they're identical because they look to be sharing. I'm, they look to have everything separate, meaning they didn't have the same placenta. They didn't share the same sac, anything like that. And I, I I was stunned. I think my husband and I just went into this state of shock. Like, Are you kidding me? And I'm doing the math in my head. And I'm like, okay, I have, I have two, um, I have two, three-year-olds at the time. I have um, one, one year old and I am now pregnant with twins again. So we went to lunch and just, I, we went to, um, Red Robin and I don't think we ate a bite. I, <laughs> I literally remember exactly the booth we were sitting in, sitting in, staring at each other thinking, oh, my word, what are we about to go through? And I'm sitting there at home um, waiting to hear from her. And, you know, you think with big news like that, your twin sister would be one of the first people she calls? I don't know. So I hear this via text through a nephew and a niece, another niece. And I am like, oh, it's a lie. Again, I didn't believe her. I didn't believe her when she was pregnant. I didn't believe her when I found out she was having twins. I said, there's no way. And so, um, and then I was still, you know, somewhat offended because she had not contacted me but let me just let me just clarify how this all happened because I called my mom so Kelly yes she's high up on my list of calls and I should have called her second and I was going to but I called my mom because she's my mom right yes and my my mom had a nephew um living with him at the time and his wife happened to be there when the news came so that's how the text got out to the whole family that I was having twins before I had a chance to call Kelly because she my nephew's wife happened to spread the news. Very quickly. uh, Yes, yes. very quickly news like that does spread very very and very and in the very, meantime very in the meantime carrie's still sitting in red robin and hasn't had a bite of her burger and she can't even <laughs> get the words out of her mouth that's, that's right <laughs> and kelly I'm already knows what's going on <laughs> exactly and i'm in shock and i quit doing anything too because you know once you find out news like that you're no longer productive you can't do anything of any value for at least a day or two at this point you guys are both within your pregnancies only a couple weeks apart Right. Absolutely. We were due almost to the day, two weeks apart. So I think it was 15 days. The babies are born who Kelly, you deliver first. Yeah. So this pregnancy was much more complicated for me. I ended up having going into preterm labor at 27 weeks. We were able to hold off and the babies were born at 31 weeks. Um, Really a challenge for me in regards to the whole delivery um, and whatnot. And my pregnancy was a lot easier Uh, I feel like we, we flipped roles completely from um, our first pregnancy, but I still went into labor and delivered at 34 weeks. Our babies were born one month apart. Mine, um, due to their prematurity, were still in the NICU at the time that hers delivered. We delivered at the same hospital and uh, we were lucky enough to share a wing of the NICU together. You had so many babies. You filled the entire wing. (laughs) We did. And it was so fun because you walked in and there was just There was at the time the babies weren't together. So they, here was a baby, here was a baby. And then right across the little walkway was two more babies. It was just almost surreal. You're thinking this can't possibly be, can't possibly be real as you're looking at all of these babies were like, these are all ours. Yeah. And because, and because that happened, I mean, everybody knew us at the hospital. In fact, when I was in labor, my water broke at home and I, um, went to the hospital and I delivered within three hours. But Kelly had gone down earlier that day and she was in the midst of giving her babies a bath when a nurse came in and said, I'm not supposed to tell you this, she's at a six. (laughs) And so- And I I knew what that meant. Six in our family is a 10. So (laughs) I'm like, I gotta get out of here. We've gotta get down the hall. And I barely made it to her room as they're wheeling her out of the uh, delivery out of just the regular room into the operating room. Um, for precaution, they always deliver twins in the operating room, regardless if they're uh, a vaginal birth or a C-section because they wanted to be prepared if they needed to do an emergency C-section. So she walked in right as I'm going out um, and she's giving me all sorts of kudos. You've got this care, you've got this. And she, if she had to come five minutes later she would have mit- completely missed me. And I went and delivered those babies right away. And, and anyway, so it's, it was just fun because she was there But, but the funny thing is, is the babies, they, before she even got to see them, they wheeled them down the hall in an incubator and we're all standing in the hall and they stopped and let us take a peek. And I knew immediately that they didn't look different. I'm like, I have never seen two babies that look so much the same besides size. They were a little bit different in in size. I couldn't see a single difference. Nine babies in five years four sets of twins and yeah tell us so out of the four sets how many are identical the only set that's identical was my last set my spontaneous set of twins that came the one the ones I delivered last the other ones um she has a fraternal set of girls and I had a fraternal set of boy girl and then her second set was a fraternal set of boy um a boy girl fraternal set and then my last set happened to be an identical boy set. However, at the time we didn't know they were identical because again, they shared, they didn't share anything in the womb. Um, and in order to be identical, the egg would have had to have split very, very, very early. And, um, but because they look so much alike and when they were about three months old, I did a DNA test and it came back that they were 99.9% identical. Amazing. And the odds of this happening twins, who have twins, who go on and have a second set of twins and have them a month apart, fairly slim odds. In fact, you guys told me a really fun fact that someone had shared with you, the odds of this happening are so rare that you would be more likely to be struck by lightning. Than to be born a twin and go on to have twins and have twins again a month apart, correct? Exactly right. In fact, um, even with fertility, so I know a lot of people think, oh, they did fertility. Obviously, you're going to have twins. The for, the chances even on in vitro of having fertility, although it does go way up from just a regular um, pregnancy, um, is still very slim. I want to say it's like 20% or less. It's not a uh, very the odds are not high to have twins just because you um, did in vitro. So even though we did three rounds of in vitro that took and took with twins, the fact that they all ended up in twin pregnancy is um, pretty remarkable. In fact, my fertility specialist when I went in on the last set and he says, "I think you guys need to go to Vegas because obviously you can beat the odds." It's clear that you guys know each other inside and out so i wanted to ask a couple of questions if that's okay sure let's do it okay um kelly we'll start off with an easy one what is carrie's favorite food i'm going to say um my favorite food anything italian so lasagna spaghetti um alfredo anything italian yep (laughs) she's got it she got it right okay that's a point for kelly <laughs> Shoot. I hope I can answer this correctly. Mm-hmm. Carrie. What did Kelly have for dinner last night? Taco Bell? <laughs> She's right. She's right. <laughs> and it was, I didn't have Taco Bell. I I just happened to know that she picked it up on the way home. <laughs> but that's how much you guys know about each other. Here's the one. Kelly what did carrie say we kind of talked through this what did carrie say when she found out she was pregnant the second time uh what did carrie's i have no idea um i can't believe this or oh my heck i don't know i actually don't know the answer to that (laughs) i'm not sure what i said i'm not sure what i said either (laughs) probably probably oh my heck (laughs) yeah yeah i like honestly i don't i know it was the state of shock but to be honest i don't know what she said You've got to be kidding me, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, um, what did you say? Well, we'll just ask you, what did you say? Because Kelly did get engaged first. What did you say when Kelly got engaged? You know, I was really happy for her, but I can't be I'll be honest. You know, I had been dating and working my tail end off, fighting Mr. Right, which obviously hadn't happened yet. And I was a little (laughs) jealous. (laughs) i was like well that was easy for her she sits home someone sets her up she now has a future husband in mind and i'm still looking and i was just a little jealous because you're happy for but a lot kelly told us you were working the playing field you were going and i was a nervous wreck because i was confident she was going to get married first and leave me alone (laughs) she was she was in fact one of the dates i went on um and when i called to tell her that i kissed or actually i lived with her so i told her that i'd kissed him she said, you're going to marry this guy. I said, no, 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 I'm not going to marry this guy. But she was convinced that I was going to get married, which obviously didn't happen because I my husband threw her. So Kelly, what happens when Carrie gets upset? Uh, Carrie is bless her heart. She's one of those gals that can't let something go. (laughs) And so she will repeat herself and what she's angry about 1400 times just to make sure you heard. (laughs) what she's angry about and i usually cry in the midst of it all so yes so carrie what annoys you the most about kelly that when we're fighting she just turns off and tries to ignore you or give you the cold shoulder, no. I can't stand it. I want to hash it out and she just <laughs> wants to um, just ignore you and not talk to you. She'll like not answer my calls or yeah. That's probably the most annoying thing about her <laughs> is the fact that she ignores me. Hmm. So we definitely handle our anger just dif- a little bit differently. We do. We always yeah. tease that when the egg split, it didn't split exactly evenly. So there are certain traits that she got that I didn't get and vice versa. Um, For example, when it comes to things like schooling, I always loved math more than her and she liked English. So when the eggs split, it didn't split equally. And somebody got a little bit more of something than the other. She's definitely more creative than me. Who have you guys, uh, so you've probably traded places more than once in your life, but what's the best story? I think I know it. Um, Tell us about what happened with a little trip back to Washington DC for a presentation. Okay, so this was before we were married. Kelly was a consultant for the Core Knowledge Foundation. Oh, actually, were you a consultant at that time? Yes, I was. So she was a consultant, but she was, so she was doing a uh, presentation at a national conference. And um, we, she hadn't been feeling very well the days leading up to the trip. And I was supposed to present the following week at this conference. And I'm like, I I can't make it. And I didn't, I ended up having to uh, spend the, weekend, the week, it was a holiday weekend and I spent the weekend at home and then surgery the first of the next week. And uh, anyway, so we ended up going to this conference and obviously Kelly's supposed to be presenting at this conference. And so lo and behold, I just stepped right in as her lookalike and presented for her at the, at the national conference. And I don't think we even told them the, the, the foundation that we were presenting for. Um, I don't even think we told them that it was not until after. until after the fact, which in essence landed me a job as a knowledge uh, consultant as well so because i presented and i was able to become a consultant um just like kelly yeah that that's taking trading spots to a whole new level i mean on a national stage you guys traded so, places and no one knew <laughs> no no one knew and you know it i it but that's the cool thing about being a twin is that those kinds of things can happen. And to us, it's just normal, you know, and we recognize that it's normal. But like, for example, when we had our last set of twins, a lady we worked with, um, she contacted KSL News about our story because here's twins having two sets of twins and oh my goodness, we've never heard of such a thing. And we're like, well, okay, whatever. So KSL contacts us, they do a story on us. And then um before within within what two days it was i don't know if it was two days 24 hours after that um associated press had it and before we knew it it was around the world we had cbs news from new york calling we did an episode on inside edition uh we had we did um a huge magazine article um in germany australia it just because I i don't think there's a lot of situations like this where you know you have two sets a set of twins having two sets of twins each in fact, I don't know of any, and I'm not sure most people can say that they know anybody that has yeah. the same scenario. So well, and of my of my parents' grandkids, half of them are twins. I mean, that's pretty about half are twins. That's pretty darn unique. So it's crazy to even think about it. But at the same time, that's the life we live. So it doesn't seem as unique to us as pretty it does to everyone else. else. Well, definitely a once in a lifetime story and such a fun story to share. Our time is up, but we've had so much fun visiting with you guys today. We appreciate you opening up and sharing a little bit about the struggle it took to get the babies here, but nine babies in five years, absolutely remarkable. We can only imagine what those family gatherings must be like, but we know that it has to be just so much fun. Thank you guys for taking time. Thank to you. Catch up with us. Thank you so much. Us. We have thoroughly enjoyed it. That was fun to share. Wow. What a great interview, right? The twinningest twins of all twins. Such an amazing and an incredible story. Just to think that people all across the world have covered their story. News outlets have been fascinated and learning more about Carrie and Kelly and the exciting adventures of of their life and these Nine of them in just five years. We are so glad that you joined us today and took some time to catch up with us. We appreciate having your support and being here and learning a little bit more about these wonderful stories that we have to share and to to tell and to pass along to you. You can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Unalike Podcast. We're also on Facebook. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Catch up more on all the fun adventures we're having over at Peace and Quilt. And of course, follow along over there as well. But until next time, have a great day, make it a great week, and we'll talk to you later.